party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined once again by my good friend, Danny Costello, for a game of Atlas Games, Magical Kitties Save the Day. The title for this one pretty much says it all. This is a family-friendly role-playing game fit for people with all levels of role-playing experience in which magical kitties, cats blessed with magical abilities, and humans to protect and problems to solve, save the day. Both from mundane problems like work troubles, family troubles, but also slightly stranger things like, uh, you know, aliens, demons, wizards, that kind of thing. This is a great game. I, I love it a lot. I think it's a blast to play. It is currently on Kickstarter, funded to, at the time of this recording, somewhere around 850%. So go back the game, get the rewards, make it happen, hit some stretch goals. It is a cool game, and I'm really excited to see it happen. You can, of course, find more information, as always, in the show notes. When I heard the premise of this game, there was no one I wanted to play with more than Danny, because as you know, Danny is an actual feline behavior specialist with nine lives, uh, pet behavior, and training, and I felt like playing this game about magical cats with a feline behavior specialist was pretty much as perfect as it can get. You can find more information about nine lives, feline behavior, and training, as well as all the things that Danny does, also in the show notes. Real quick before we dive in, a special thank you to Fragmentation, our newest backer on Patreon. Patreon backers get access to bonus materials, early access to episodes, all sorts of cool stuff, and you directly support the podcasting, game design, community support, all the little things that I do, my very good Twitter posts, you support all of it. Go to patreon.com slash jeffstormer, check it out, donate some money if you're able, spread the word if you're not. I think it's really valuable, and it helps me do cool things, and don't you want to see me do cool things? I think you do. And with that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down once again with my good friend, Danny Costello. Danny, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me back, Jeff. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to have you back. I'm excited to be playing this particular game with you. It really just feels like it's it's a match made in heaven, honestly. I was really excited when you reached out to me about this uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, if anyone remembers uh, my job, but if not, I'll uh, I'll remind everyone. But... Speaking of which, uh, why don't you let the listeners at home know about uh, all the stuff that you've got going on you might want them to know about? Absolutely. I am a certified feline training and behavior specialist. Uh, this means I can help people out with problem behaviors with their cats, um, whether it's you know, your typical issues, litter box avoidance, intercat aggression, or just people who are worried about doing the best thing for their cats. Um, you can find me, uh, my blog is ninelivescatbehavior.wordpress.com. My email is ninelivescatbehavior at gmail.com. And I also have a Facebook page. It's the www.facebook.com slash ninelivesfeline. Uh, you can reach out to me if you're interested in what I have to write about cats, just the stories I have of my own personal cats and my life. They're good, they're good cats. They're good they're, cats. I'd like to put that on microphone right now that they're good cats. They're, uh, I'm, I'm pretty particular with them. They're, uh, if, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I, I hate to say they are pretty good cats. They're pretty good cats. I will, I, they've received the Jeff Stormer seal of approval, uh, which is in the mail as well as a t-shirt and a, gift certificate on 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 a honey baked ham so Ooh, i'm sure uh heimdall will love that it's pretty exciting um 
Yeah, so this week we are playing Magical Kitty Save the Day by Atlas Games. Um, feels pretty much, feels a little on the nose maybe, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty excited about it. I I am too. I was just reading through the rules and I'm I'm really excited to play oh, this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the premise in a nutshell is that every magical kitty has a human. You know, all cats have magical powers. Of course. All, all magical cats have a human that they guard over. Some humans have this a little backwards and think that they own the cats, but come on, that's ridiculous. We've that's, all seen cats. That's, yeah, that's a little, come on. <laughs> uh, every human has a problem, and the cat's role is to use their magical powers to help solve those problems and save the days. Magical kitty save the day. It's pretty much all said there in the title. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty much, it's, it's cat ownership from the other end. Yes, of course. Now, uh, when we say that humans have problems and troubles, we, you know, there's the normal things like they're worried about money. And then there's the slightly less normal things like there are witches, aliens, hyper-intelligent raccoons, you know, things that'll make those problems that people have a little bit more stressful. So the cats need to take care of those things because they have the magical powers to make that happen. Right. You know, standard cat stuff. I'm a cat behaviorist and I can confirm that this is... This is all, this all checks out according this, to the science, right? This is scientifically sound. Right. Okay, great. Um, okay, yeah. That's pretty much the game in a nutshell. Um, there are a few rules to keep in mind as you are going to be a magical kitty, which is that you have to keep your magic hidden from humans at all times. Oh, of course. It's Toy Story rules, right? Of course. You're right. Uh, you pick your humans even when it seems like humans pick their kitties. Right. You want to help your human. You can understand humans, but they cannot understand you. And believe me, as somebody with a very chatty cat, that's a that's a very real life uh, rule. <laughs> I I went to school to understand cats, and there's a lot of times where I have to say we don't know. It's sure it's, that's a great point, cat. I'm I'm sure whatever you're saying is valid. I under, I believe you. It's yeah. It's why why do cats do this? No, I'm not sure. Don't no idea. <laughs> Uh, you can read human writing, but it is very difficult, and sometimes you get it wrong. Oh, right, right. There is a special spot in your home that humans cannot reach. This spot allows you to get in and out of your home without being seen. And lastly, but most importantly, you must keep your magic hidden from humans. Right. Oh, that's a that's like a like a Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Bookender. That is exactly what it is. Okay, so with that, we are going to uh, we're going to make ourselves a magical kitty. Excellent. So now, you are going to be playing the magical kitty. I am going to be playing the game master, which is going to present you with uh, the problems that your human experiences, and also maybe some supernatural troubles that will uh, get in the way. Right. Right. Excellent. Uh, I have I have some options because it's a. Uh, kind of up to you uh jeff do you want me to sort of recreate one of my own kitties in game form or do you think we should start with a fresh slate i i put that entirely in your hands whichever direction feels the most fun to you is the direction that we can go in i know um let's say i i've recently said that my cat seymour is an exclamation mark in a cat's body all right i feel like that would play well i love that i love that a lot so it's uh going forward. I think um, I think trying to make Seymour would be that sounds like a lot of fun. Pretty uh pretty entertaining. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a good like a good option. 
So the first thing we're going to do is assign your kitties attributes. Each kitty has three attributes, cute, cunning, and fierce. These are the ways that your cat interacts with the world. Uh, how you're going to do that is you're going to choose which of those three options has a value of three, a value of two, and a value of one. Uh, think- cute being how cute your cat is, cunning being how cunning they are, and fierce being how fierce they are. It's, uh, let's, uh, let's see. Seymour... Well, he gets away with everything because of how cute he is. So I think that's probably going to be a strongest attribute. All right. Uh, he's also the reason we have to keep child locks on all of our cabinets. So he is pretty smart. Okay. Um, but he also gets sat on by our biggest cat. So I feel like physically that's not his best attribute. So fierce, okay. his fierceness is probably going to be the the least. All right. So that I makes think sense. I think three cute, two cunning, and uh, one fierce would make okay. would make the uh, make the most sense for for my my little dude. So what is uh, Seymour's talent? Talents are things that they give a bonus to. They you know they they help out. You know what is what is what is the thing that that he is best at? And that these can one. be things that are that are cat themed, like quick reflexes. They can also be things like scientific or sleight of paw. You know, the the realm is yours. There's also a very large table in the rule book if you wanted to randomly roll one. That's uh, I'm currently looking at it because I've I already know I've kind of glimpsed ahead, and I I think I know where we're where I'm going to go in the next piece. So okay, I think uh, his best. Uh, his best trait is that he's a daredevil. Okay. He really, he really is. Uh, he's just, he'll try the most outrageously ridiculous stunts. And he, sometimes he pulls them off and other times he doesn't. Sure. But it's important but that he tries. He Yes. That's the biggest thing is that he's, he's going to try. That's, that's what matters. And that's why we're all proud of him really at the end of the day. <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly. I'm, I'm I'm proud of my cat son for for doing the ridiculous and, things he does. And now the other half of that is what is uh what is Seymour's flaw? What's the thing that gets him in trouble? Oh jeez, he is I'm I'm looking at the table here and I think I I think it's a, that he's impulsive. He that, really, feels, that feels like a good pairing to Daredevil. He really whether it's a good idea or not, if he wants to do it, he's going to do it. And, uh, you know, he's doesn't always think about the consequences of those actions. I love it. Very good. All right. And now next you're going to choose uh, your magical powers. All right. Ma- obviously, you are a magical kitty, which means that you have magical powers. Right, right. So, what is what is what is the the thing that Seymour does that is that is well beyond the realms of reality? I think, and and stick with me here. I think his superpower would be phasing. Mm-hmm. Just because okay. you can call his name from anywhere in the house, and he will appear. All right. Almost as if he has walked entirely through a wall. Love it. To to get to it. I think uh I, I think that's his secretly or not so secretly, that's uh where where most of his confounding moments come from. 
Makes sense, of course. I mean, that's that's a power that needs to be used responsibly, and then responsibility doesn't sound like his strong suit. Exactly. He's, this is what could possibly go wrong. So, that that gives us the stats of the character of, of the kitty in a nutshell. That tells us everything that we need to know about the cat in a nutshell. Um, now, the question, the other questions I have are just sort of to get to know to, for our listeners to get to know Seymour as a cat, and 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 this our sort of magical version of Seymour in this world, whether or not this is literally your Seymour or <laughs> another variety or a, a cat that is identical to Seymour living another life somewhere else. Oh, this is um, yeah. Seymour is uh, he is very active, and uh, we describe him as. Like I've, like I've said, he's an exclamation mark in a cat's body. Mm-hmm. When, when he slides into a room, it's very, um, pardon me for dating myself. It's almost like Kramer when he slides into Jerry's apartment in Seinfeld. That's kind of what he looks like entering a room at any given time. Just bewildered. His eyes are so large. Um, he's like, his face is, it's like 80% eye. Just, they're so big. Um, that's, I, I love it. This makes me very happy. (laughs) He's, uh, he's very, that's the thing though, is that he's pretty too. Mm -hmm. And and that just kind of adds to it. He's got very striking stripes. Um, he's like a dark Brown with these really dark Brown stripes. And, uh, then he has white spots on his chest and his, he has like a little, uh, his cheeks are white and he has a white spot on his nose, but he, uh, he, he almost looks like, looks like he has lightning, uh, stripes on his face. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very cute. If I, I may, if I may say so myself. There were there, there. Yeah. He's a, he's a cute cat. I've seen him. I've, I've pet him. He's a good cat. Highly recommended. If you get the chance to pet him. Don't miss that opportunity. Cause it's a good cat. He also doesn't really give people the opportunity to not pet him because as soon as you walk in the door, he, he rubs on your feet mm-hmm. and he decides that he he hasn't met you yet, but you're his best friend. Sure. That's a value. That's, you know, that, same, honestly. Right. <laughs> quality that I personally empathize with. He, he just, he really likes to be where you are. Sure. Okay. So we've met Seymour. And now it's time to meet Seymour's human. So this is the question. Is this is this is this a Seymour and Danny Costello story, or is this another Seymour and another in another life, another home? I what think, are you thinking? Hmm. I don't know. How meta should we get with this? That's, um, up, that's up to you. Maybe uh maybe maybe we could I, I, I think I can play it with me being as even All though right. re- realistically, he's he's no one's cat. He's Fair. his own. He's his own cat, but for the sake of this story, I think maybe in some little, you know, making it myself, I think that'll uh, maybe even give me some oh, a window into Seymour's soul. All right, that sounds great. So let's randomly generate some problems for you. Excellent. Let's let's find out what's let's find out what's been bothering you. Let's roll some dice to figure out what's been what's been bugging you. All right. So I'm going to roll on a couple tables here because you know that I love rolling on tables. It's I a thing know. that I love doing. It's it's a thing I, I love having done on so, a show. Where is my other? I have a very special. 
All right, so I've got my two dice. I can only find one of my insane clown posse dice, so the other <laughs> one will have to do. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6 to name the site. But, so I think I think we'll go with three problems. Okay. A category two and a category and two category one. No, let's go with two problems, a cat like both a, a category three and a category one. All right. Like a main thing that's bugging you and then like a thing that's kind of bothering you on the side. Okay. The first one is a five. That is a work or school related problem. Okay. That has you feeling 64. Has you feeling depressed. Okay. What's got you bummed at work? Oh, it's just, uh, let me, um, let me think for a second without getting too real. Um, we'll say people, uh, not understanding their cats and, uh, not fulfilling their needs properly. That mm. really, that gets me depressed. I understand. Understandable. I mean, that's, that's a real life. That's a real problem. That's a real life problem. And that feels like something that would, that would weigh you, weigh you down. Yeah. So, uh, what's it got a friend or enemy? Oh, um, has got you. Ooh, scared. Ooh, ooh. Um, hmm. who's got you scared? Oh gosh, Jeff coming at me with these. Maybe it is. It's 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 Jeff with. What's he gonna come at with? Doing? What's he so, gonna come at me with next? <laughs> I I've scheduled you for a podcast recording, but like because I ju I've just been busy, so I just like haven't sent you any of the material yet. <laughs> You just keep like IMing me, and I'm like, oh, I'll do that later. Yeah, sounds great. It's <laughs> real flaky. Like, I get it. And you're just like, well, come on, Jeff. We're, we're this is gonna be fun, but like, I need you know. Now my now I'm getting anxious. I agreed to do this, but now, well, what are we doing, and when are we doing it, Jeff? I just, I yeah, I haven't like, I I just said like we're gonna record this podcast, and then like I haven't really given you a date yet. And I, and I got stuff coming up. I got to like. I got yeah. this. <laughs> too busy. You got a busy summer. Here I am just kind of flaking on you. <sighs> That's a... typical Jeff, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I like this a lot. I do, I do too. <laughs> All right. So which of those do you think is your three problem and which is your one? Uh, how angry are you at me personally? <laughs> how funny would that be? Um, honestly, though, I think that would be a one because I could never be like, that scared of you, Jeff. That's fair. That's it's, fair. I'm a I'm a teddy bear. I get it. We have we always have that kind of low key. What is Jeff going to do? Moment. That's fair. That's fair. I'm a wild card. I get <laughs> it. Exactly. That's that's the Jeff mo. We, I, I, I I you know I throw a wrench in the mix. That's how that's how I operate. Exactly. I'm the X factor. <laughs> um, I love this. I love this a lot. I do too. <laughs> and uh, and obviously the 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 depression about. You know, just not being able to reach folks to let them know how how their cats need to be cared for. Yeah, that's like a problem. That's like a big problem. That's like that's like literally my life. That's got it's get it got real, and I appreciate it. It got real. It did. <laughs> okay, so I think today I do, I do kind of want to focus on the smaller problem today because I think it gives a very nice, fun, large setup. I do too. Yeah. Um, so it is, you know, 
the podcast is supposed to drop like we, we you know we agreed on like I, I sent you the detail it's, it's supporting a kickstarter and the, the kickstarter is launching in like four days so this is like a last minute like we're gonna like this is kind of the last weekend that we can comfortably do it before the date that jeff agreed upon and you're kind of like okay so we have to do it this weekend right oh gosh finally jeff has been messaged you like okay cool i'll be over at your house like saturday morning all right. Well, I had, I mean, I had plans Saturday, but I, I can rearrange my day now to, to kind of, to, to kind of do this, you That's, know? Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. We'll get it. Well, it'll be like an hour. So like, I want to make sure whatever plans you have that will be done well before that. Right. Right. So Seymour, you wake up, Danny is, is stressing is setting up computers and headphones and is trying to like get things in order. What are you, you know, and, and you can tell that she's like stressing a little bit, right? Like what, what, what are you doing Seymour to kind of like help this day, you know, be a little less stressful or at least a little more fun if in a chaotic kind of way? Well, I mean, I would wake her up in my typical fashion, which would be to sit directly onto her chest and purr as hard as I can. Ooh, that, um, that sounds like a cute, that sounds like a cute action is what that sounds like. That sounds like you want. That sounds like you want you want to make you want to make her happy by waking her up and not letting her get a full night's sleep because no human has ever wanted a full night's sleep. Well, no, why why would she when I need to be fed? Right. Um, is yeah, I'm gonna be as cute as possible to try and get her out of out of bed to feed me. But I mean, I guess also to, I mean, maybe make her morning a little nicer. Sure. So I'm going to ask you to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to call this a cute, uh, I'm going to call this a cute action. Okay. This feels like cute. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> so it, I'm going to ask you to pick up a number of six sided die equal to your cute rating. Okay. It looks like his Seymour's cute rating is three. So I have three D six here and I'll give those a roll. Uh Oh, he's not very cute unless, uh, Unless we are using golf rules. All right. Um, okay. Well, this is a pretty easy one. So I'm probably going to say like that this is only you only need like a three. I have good news. All right. I've rolled three dice. So the only way I could get a three is if they all roll ones, which is oh, well, exactly each, which dice is that is, each dice that is three or higher. Count uh, those up. None. Great. Great. <laughs> I rolled three ones. Great. You do not get what you wanted and something bad happens. Oh no. Um, you, so what happens is you're, you're sitting on Danny's, Danny's chest. You're purring. You're, you know, you're making biscuits. Oh yeah. Really? You're really, you're really laying on the charm and she does the worst possible thing. She just kind of turns over and sort of like, show like you know momentum judo throws you off onto the bed and like it's just fast asleep how dare she how dare she turn over now there's not even a comfortable spot to sit i oh this is the worst morning of my life uh then you hear the knocking at the door oh jeff is here on time despite the fact that he's supposed to that you had kind of you know jeff is here Danny's not awake. You go to the window to greet him just in time to see the green light wash over him. You know, the morning light is cut with a with a laser green hue and Jeff is carried off into in into the sky. Oh no. He might have 
He might have brought food. We gotta go. Might have brought food. You know yeah. what? He did have several paper bags in his hand, as well as his backpack full of recording equipment. That looks that like was probably stopped. looks like he stopped for food. That's probably food for me. It's probably all for you, honestly. Entirely. Yeah, that's food for you. Well, we gotta we gotta go get my food. All and, right. I mean, I guess save Jeff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, I I mean I I'm gonna run after him. I'm very impulsive, so all right. Why why get help from uh, any of my my fellow cats in the home? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go run after him. You gotta. All right. Well, he's out. He's on the other side of the door. Well, he's on the uh, other side of the he's on the other side of the door, and he's rising into the sky. So this is going to be very difficult. I'm gonna call this a, a difficulty four. Well, I'm, call I, this a difficulty, I'm actually going to call this a difficulty five ooh, to like I, uh, four, four to get to where he is. And five, if you can get, uh, I'll let you decide. Okay. Do you, do you just kind of want to get outside to where you can get to him? Or do you want to like get onto him so that wherever he's being pulled to, you can also be there? I mean, that I, I think that's a good end goal is to, to climb, like kind of climb onto your pant leg All right. and hold on. Um, so that's that's probably my my biggest call, my biggest goal. Yeah, I'm gonna call that a five because I'm rapidly being pulled into the sky. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I have uh, luckily my ability phasing. I would yep. probably want to phase through the door to uh, to kind of get there quicker to see if I could. Um, so this is going to be a fierce roll. All right. Uh, uh, you are going to add your talent to this, as this is a daredevil like uh, stunt jumping through. And I'd also call this phasing. So you get to add one dice for your talent and two dice for your power. Okay. So that's, uh, and since my fierce roll, unfortunately, looks like it's only going to be one, I'll be rolling four dice. But so. I will also say uh, the one thing of note. It's because you're jumping in, you're jumping in with both feet first, because you are being impulsive. Take a cat treat. Oh, all right. Kitty treats are an ability, are, are a, a special thing that helps you, you know, that you can use for additional effects during the game. You can use them to re-roll any or all dice for a single action. You can avoid taking an injury. You can use a bonus feature that you don't possess for one of your powers. So if you want to use one of your powers in an unexpected way, or you can add a detail to the story beyond the kitty's control. Uh, okay. You start out with three kitty treats, two for, for being a cat and one for coming onto the show because I, I appreciate your, you giving your time. Uh, so, so you'll now have four kitty treats at your disposal. Okay, well, I think I, think I am going to use one more because the odds right now aren't looking very good. So I'm going to uh, Popeye-style uh, take that kitty treat to uh, hopefully get a little bit more of a boost to my phasing abilities. Okay. Go through the door a little bit quicker. Okay. Um, then what I'm going to do is actually bump that down to a four difficulty because I'm going to say that like, you know, the door and you know, like the secret spot in your house to like get outside effortlessly. Right. So you don't have to worry about trying to get outside to get here. So that's going to lower that difficulty from a five to a four. All right. Let's, uh, let me see. I have two fours, one three, and one one. Okay, that's a success. Tell me, tell me what it looks like. It happens exactly like you hoped. It uh, 
So in my ultimate ability of phasing, it happens when I purr very, very loudly. Mm-hmm. You know how cats kind of, they just feel like they vibrate. Well, yep. that's, that's what's happening. He vibrate. I'm, I'm vibrating so quickly that it, it's almost, it's very, you know, flash-esque. I'm, I'm phasing through this door as the molecules in my body just kind of shift between planes of reality just because of right how uh how how fast i can just shift my my mm-hmm. existence and i just sort of uh shuffle through the door at a quick uh at a quick jump after i uh, kind of warm up for it and once outside i immediately leap onto this uh onto my favorite visitor who's now being taken away um jeff sees you on his pant leg is initially like, hey, wait, are you supposed to be outside? You're not probably not supposed to be outside. Oh, okay. I, 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 oh, oh, wait, also an alien. Uh, um, help? Okay, so this isn't good. This is bad. We're going to work through this, though. We're going to get through it together. At which point you look up and uh, you see that your sort of impulsive hero action has perhaps backfired a little bit because now you are being pulled into the belly of what I can only describe as an Independence Day-esque spaceship. Uh-oh. Massive, you know, all sorts of, like, rusted pipes connecting together. A lot of, you know, very terror, just just ominous and terrifying. Well, my ears uh, immediately go back into what my family affectionately refers to as airplane ears. Yep. Um, and uh, my, uh, my eyes sort of dilate because it's danger time. And... Uh, I try to see, uh, I, I try to climb up Jeff's uh, pant leg and kind of try to climb onto his shoulder to see if there's anything pulling him up like a string. Or is mm. this magic? Give me a cunning roll. All right. I got two fives. Oh, perfect. That is, that is very good. That is uh, exactly, you get exactly what you're looking for. Uh, there is no string. There is no, uh, but you don't feel like there's magic. This is, uh. this is, uh, this is, this is purely scientific. This is a tractor beam that is pulling the both of you up. It's brain magic. then. Brain magic. Then uh. yeah, they're, you're being pulled into this and you see that like it is shooting other green beams, acro- like, like left, right, center, and other people are being pulled up. It seems like they're just scooping people up left and right, but obviously I mean, here's the here's the here's the problem for you. If Jeff gets scooped up by these aliens, then Danny's going to spend half the day wondering where Jeff is. And that's going to be a whole thing. They probably don't have cell service up there. Oh, gosh. She's going to spend the whole day trying being like, where the hell is it? Where the hell is this? When is this podcast going to happen? That's. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. We. uh, We got to get down. So I. um. With all the fierceness in my tiny body, I look up, which, with all the fierceness in my body, which, again, is not much, I look up at this massive hulk of metal, and I let out the mightiest hiss that I can muster. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that to to scare these aliens, this is going to be a difficulty six, or else something bad is going to happen. All right, but I will give you a kitty treat because this is this feels this feels impulsive. This does not feel like a thought out plan. <laughs> okay, 
it's uh I'm gonna immediately use that kitty treat. All right. <laughs> just to increase my chances. So uh Oh, I got a four and a two. All right, fabulous. So um what happens is um you are brought onto the spaceship. Great. And immediately like a light hits you and they wreck it. And like, you know, you hear, you hear like little, you hear alerts that are clearly at a frequency that nobody else can hear. They seem uh -huh. to recognize that you have magical abilities and they're therefore far more valuable to the plan. Uh Oh, and so you need to, you need to move quick because you're certain that there are aliens coming to scoop you up and put you in like a box somewhere. Well, I can't leave Jeff because, I mean, he needs me to protect him. Jeff, and is, Jeff is sitting cross-legged on the floor and is angrily eating a donut. To Boston Cream. Was, is that my Boston donut that he's eating? It's mine. And I look at you and I go, no, it's not. It's mine. I, I see you looking at this. This is my donut. But I do pull out, like, I do pull out, like, a cat treat from another tiny bag, and I offer you to come to him. See, I got something for everybody, but this is my donut. Don't eat my donut. All right. With uh, the quickest reflexes I can manage, I, uh, I reach up, grab the cat treat, and then bolt to try and find cover All right. for the, the incoming aliens. Uh, that's going to be probably a either cunning. That's going to be a cunning, I think. All right. To find like a place to hide out. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me see. I'm just kind of looking around. I got a three and a one. I, I'd call, I call three. Uh, I would say this is probably a three to find like a temp, a nice temporary hiding space, which makes this a temporary su or success, but something bad happens. The bad thing is, uh, aliens come out pick Jeff up specifically uh, and start like carrying him off. The donut falls on the ground. It is now ruined. It's all dirty. Jeff is very unhappy at the fate of the donut. And they start, you, you hear, you hear, you know, you hear most of them talking and you hear them talking about like, uh, it is time for, you know, the plan is being enacted. It is time, you know, it is time that, that uh, all of humanity learns of what we are capable of. Etc. Etc. Things like that, and they are scooping Jeff up and carrying him off. But they don't know. They don't see you. A few aliens, and these are you know typical gray, like you know gray skin, big black eye, very alien esque alien. Right. Right. With laser guns, kind of ex commie. Oh, okay. <laughs> like looking around, like where that? Where's that cat? Oh. Not like kind of kicking at little boxes to try and like shake something so that you might run out, but you're hidden. No. But Jeff I'm is being carried away. Oh, we can't have this. And Jeff can't see me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to... Hmm, let me see if I can phase shift through one of the walls mm -hmm. to get further into this spaceship compound to see where they're holding people. All right. I would call this a cunning because you're trying to navigate the spaceship. And I would say that you can take your talent or not your talent. You can take your power. But I don't know your talent. I don't think your talent works here. No, it's I, I, I'd say he's uh, 
this is a, this is playing it a little safe for Seymour. Yeah. Because he uh it's it's Jeff being there because he doesn't he doesn't he's a daredevil, but he can't be seen using his ability. Right. So uh my my power, does my power give me one or two dice? Uh, two extra dice. Two extra dice. Perfect. And this is gonna be a difficulty for to get away from the aliens, and if they see you, they're going to start like opening. They're going to start firing uh, laser beams, which will give you owies. We don't. We don't want owies. You don't want owies. Oh no. Um. Let me see. I've used a few of my treats, so I'm gonna let's. You want to get dice that are four or better. I have one five. Okay. Um. You successfully sneak. I will say. You sneak by, uh, you phase into where you you dash out, right? You jump out from the boxes. The aliens do see you and start to give chase and laser beams are flying left, right, and center. But you do phase. But now, now there's a time clock because there are aliens headed towards your location. You do find where the humans are being kept though. And it's this like very dark room. There's like, you know, green light is just sort of filling the space. All the lights in here are green. And there is like a strange structure, a little bit like a table. And on that table, there's this weird mechanical arm dangling over this like alien-esque chair. And on that arm, there appears to be like just a, just a big massive silver alien implement that is just hanging down. Hmm. It looks very scary. There are a lot of cables running to various computer consoles. Oh, cables, huh? Mm-hmm. I should chew those cables. Hmm. I should definitely. That is very impulsive. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that a kitty treat. That is an impulsive action. I should. I should definitely chew those. Chew those. Uh. All right. Those cables. Uh. uh so, I don't know. Would this be a cunning? This would be. Uh. This would be a cunning. This feels cunning to me. And I would I would give this daredevil as well because I feel like this is a risky action. All right, and I think for this, I am going to expend another kitty treat. All right, just to increase my chances. All right. So let's uh, let me see what we got. I got a f- ooh, I got a four. I'm gonna call, I was I'm going to call this a four. All right, I got a four, two fives, a six, and a one. Well, all right then. Okay, so, great. Let's let's chew through these wires. You you are you are phasing from wire to wire, chewing through things. The whole thing is messed up. An alien comes in. They sit Jeff in a chair, and the alien just looks around and goes, "What the what the cables are up? No, oh Mike, we got to go to the supply closet and get a cable. Do you need water or anything? What did have you have you eat? Did you need to you know what what? Uh, we'll get you some water and then we'll get we'll get recording. It'll be great. We'll be right back. And they like storm off. And Jeff is like angry and is scared. He doesn't have his backpack anymore, but he's sitting at this thing and is like, I mean, yeah, all right. I guess this is, and he starts fiddling with the weird black metallic arm and like tapping on things and is looking at the cables like, well, let's just, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's it's amateur hour. Well, let's, uh, at this point, as soon as the aliens go, I'm going to try to get Jeff off this spaceship. So to try and convince him, I'm going to just, just make my eyes as big as possible oh, no. and rub up on him and, and just, you know, rub against his leg and make cute little chirping 
chirping meow sounds to to try and get him to follow me. Okay, that's a cute roll, and that's going to be a difficulty too because I I personally feel my heart melting. <laughs> so I can tell you this will be an easy roll. I have a, a two, a three, and a four. Okay, you do it, and you get a bonus. Oh, excellent! So, um, you do it. Uh, I, I immediately and like I just kind of get up. I'm like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And I imagine you take the moment to kind of dash in a direction. Yeah, and, and then, then kind of like, just start following you, and like look back to make sure you're still following me. But all right, buddy, try hey. to try I'm to. I'm gonna pet you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pet. You. Let me uh, let me pet you. Let me let me pet you. Wow. <laughs> oh. Uh, shaking my fist as I like follow you and uh if you get if you get too far away I like kind of flop on the ground and show you my my ah, I want pet tummy. that belly I want pet that belly and uh as as I'm as I'm trailing you I try to see if we can find a way out of here because I know there's other people here but I mean they're not my people they're not Jeff's important to my person that's why right. That's why I gotta get him off, off the ship, and then, eh, you know, I've already messed with their wires. They're gonna have to at least spend the entire afternoon, you know, recable managing that. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, I think the bonus you get is that you're able to kind of you you're able to kind of like guide me through uh, to where like the uh, kind of docking bay is where the other spaceships, but. Just in time for like a bunch of aliens carrying ray guns to kind of start running and opening fire. It is now chaos. But you're in the docking bay. There are ships that can theoretically get you down to the down to the ground because you're starting to notice uh, it's you're getting real high up in the air. I mean, you might be in outer space soon. Oh, we gotta we gotta get on one of those ships. You gotta get on one of those ships. All right, let's see. I can either I can take a real real chance here and use use the my best ability try to use it to my uh to to my advantage i'm going to try to get the aliens to think i am so cute that they're going to let us leave all right that sounds like a good plan it's uh it's a I would say it's a daring plan. I would. I would call it that. This is this feels this feels like a daredevil action, especially because you're running out while people are firing lasers. So I'll give you your I'll give you your talent. I'll um, but I will make this a difficulty five. And I'm going to use another kitty treat to All right. sweeten the pot here. Let's uh let's try this. So you're rolling a total of four dice, right? I think I'm gonna keep this roll. I got All right. Two sixes, a four, and a three. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a success. So exactly <laughs> what happens is one of the aliens drops the like drops their gun and is like, "Well, hey," and is like kind of sits down, and I think Jeff kind of slides over the cat treats, and I think he kind of alien gives you a cat treat, oh. and like he's like, "Hey, buddy," and I'm this? the aliens like pointing at Jeff like, oh, "There's a cat, there's a little cat." And I'm I'm rubbing on him and doing my my trill meow my my really mm -hmm. just super excited I'm I'm I, I when he goes to hand me a, a treat I I grab his hand so I can just kind of gently eat the treat out of his fingers and mm -hmm. just uh oh the the whole nine yards I'm putting on the whole uh the whole shebang the whole uh 
just being as cute as as I can possibly be. Yeah, and I think that, that he's eating it up. You kind of guide the alien into one of the spaceships. Jeff sneaks on board. They kind of blast off. There are lasers firing. You come back down, uh, and you're you're in you're you're in front of your house. Jeff kind of stumbles out and just goes like, "Well, I ah crap, oh not beans. <laughs> I don't have my my recording equipment. It was in my backpack." And I look back up to the alien. Hopefully, if he is still under my spell, my well. Um. I'm an actual spell. I'm going to ask for a cute roll, but I will drop this down to a difficulty three. All righty. I'm going to try and uh, see if he can go back and get Jeff his, uh, his backpack. I have a four, a six and a one. Great. Uh, He actually opens up like a small, like a side container. He's like, we have this like zoom. It's not quite, you're going to get some ambient noise. Like you're going to get some echo effect, but like, it'll be probably fine. Or you probably use this if you want it. Oh. And hands this off to Jeff. Jeff's like, "Oh, great! Uh, did you want a donut or something? I, it's it's. Uh, I got honey glaze. Did you like? Honey? And he's like, "Yeah, that's it's fine." <laughs> so it's a, that's that's certainly a donut, all right. And I, I, uh, I kind of purr and rub against the alien. To, he gives uh, you a little bit of donut. Yeah, nice. Is that is that a good thing for a cat to no. have? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a good thing for a cat to have. Oh, well. I feel like I feel like there should be a little bit of an asterisk after the sh- the show of uh, don't actually give your cats donuts. All right, fair. See, that's a valid thing. I I did not know that. <laughs> not that I've been giving my cats donuts, but good thing to know. <laughs> it's uh yeah, that's it's it's definitely uh wouldn't I've never seen a cat hunt a donut in the wild. That's a fair point. That's a that's a really good that's a good way to think about it. That uh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's uh yes, magic magical kitties can eat donuts. Yes, magical kitties can eat donuts. Real cats should not be eating donuts. Exactly. Um so like, yeah, so so the you and the alien and Jeff all kind of climb off the ship. Um they you walk inside, you know, you're purring at the door. Well, yeah, you're Jeff knocks, Danny opens. What does Danny do? What what do you do when you see Seymour outside? I immediately uh, scoop him up into my arms and I wonder how he could have gotten outside because kitties don't go outside. That's uh, I, I tried. I, I I'm, I'm so sorry, Danny. I thought that I didn't, I don't know. I, I saw, I saw him and tried to get him, but it's been a whole adventure. Oh, so uh, is the, is like, is there still kind of like a spaceship outside? <laughs> There's still the spaceship. There's still the alien. Uh, this is Kalaxar. I, I, um, I, I know, I know. It's just kind of me, but I figured he's kind of here, so I figured at least we could come in. And I got donuts, so we all have some donuts. I mean, this dude's cosplay looks really good. It's, uh, it, yeah, sure. That's you want to go and come in and have donuts, Kalaxar, because it's gonna be great. I, I, so we all come in, we eat our donuts. Uh, we do our recording. It's great. We we have a few interludes where we talk about, you know, we talk about cat health and proper cat care. Excellent. Uh, listeners learn a few things about, you know, proper things to feed cats. It's great. And then halfway through the recording, all the lights shut out. And all of the screens in your house turn on, like, turn on to kind of like waveforms. Uh-oh. And, and we hear ominous alien voices, attention, Earth. 
This is the Alien Invasion Plan podcast. We are broadcast. Bro- our pl- oh, the- cable. Dick. Catch you through the cable. <sighs> Technical difficulties. We'll be back. Like and subscribe. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Oh, huh. Jeff kind of just looks at the screen and is like, that's probably, they, they didn't probably manage their cake. Honestly, here's the thing. If I could say one like real, 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 you know, soup to nuts podcast tip, take, take care of your cables because they, they keep things running. And especially uh, don't let your cats chew on them. Don't let cats chew cables. Like if you, they, there are a lot of things that cats can, that, uh, that cats can chew that is like nice and is pleasing for them. That doesn't put them in danger. You make sure that they have opportunities to chew on those things. Yeah, make sure right. Make sure they're properly enriched uh, with with your with your toy co- with your uh, collection of of toys. I always recommend wands. Uh, your wands are great. We have we have wands are great. I thought we we have wands for Cleo. They're lovely. You know, we do we have the, the fishing rod. That's always a lot of fun. Oh gosh, they love those. It's it's really great enrichment. And uh, it, with your toys, if they do have something to kind of chew on, it, it's just make sure it's it's pet friendly and pet mm-hmm. safe. Um, but yeah, if if you do have a cat that likes to chew, just make sure you do cable manage because that's going to be your biggest help. Is yeah, is, uh, it's people ask me, well, how do I keep my cat from from chewing on on this or that? It's really what it is. is you need to make sure it's not enticing for your cat. That makes sense. So you need to make sure they can't get to the cable, but on the other side, you do have to give them something to kind of get that that urge out. So right, if if your if your cat is showing that urge, I feel like you should just you should you know give them healthy opportunities to do that. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, that's kind of your your one hundred and one cat behavior lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. I'm glad. Yeah. Alien. So the alien podcast has been completely sabotaged, which renders the kidnapping Jeff plot completely moot. Oh, well, excellent. The podcast has gone swimmingly. Uh, It ends exactly on time, if not a little bit early, honestly, like, you know, you get through, they get through the, you watch, you're kind of sitting at the feet, you're playing a little bit. They have to take a few cat breaks during the recording, but you know, that's nice. It gives, it gives them the chance to kind of show you a little affection and attention. Yeah, yeah, that I deserve. Yeah, Danny <laughs> gives you breakfast right right before the recording, so you're you're very happy. You're oh. just you know happy in a great mood. Oh, that's that's good. That's uh, that's definitely good. And you the two and 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 pretty much as soon as as soon as they wrap, Jeff's like, hey, listen, I know that I, I know that we kind of started late on account of some things. Uh, I'm gonna have Klaxar dr- just take me right back to take me back to Philly because I think my car got blasted with a with a laser beam. Oh, it's a long story, but uh, hey, it's great seeing you. I'm I'm super happy. This was awesome, and we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. You you know me. Any other cat? Any other cat games you can? <laughs> I absolutely anytime. I, the next time I have a cat game, you'll be the first person I contact. I I'm eager. So yeah, Jeff packs it up. You head out, and you know what? Just in time to get on with the plans that you already had today. Oh. Which means Danny's heading out of the house. Danny's had a great day. She's gotten to talk a little bit of cat behavioral things with people, you know, give healthy reminders on good cat care. She seems like she's in a great mood. 
Which means, Seymour, you've got the place to yourself. Ooh. Well. Well, so, you and the other cat. Me and, me and the other cats, but we get along. We're, yeah. uh, we're, we're all good. You get to have a little bit of a day off and a well-earned one because you, a magical kitty, saved the day. Excellent. And that's game. That was so fun. That was a really fun, sweet game. I loved it. Oh, my goodness. That was a delight. Oh, gosh. I, and there's so much. Gosh, there's only, you know, there's only so much you can touch on. This really is just such a well-fleshed out game that it's it's wonderfully easy to pick up. Yeah. And I know that it's it's designed so that players of all ages can get in and enjoy it. And I really see that and feel that in the rules. And it really, it. I feel like this is also a game that you could play like one-on-one like we did. You could play it with a whole group and have different kitties and human problems and all sorts of magical things kind of intermingling. I think that would be really fun. That would be, that's so, that's, it, it really is. It's just, and here we are, we're two, dare I say, adults who had- More or less. More, more or less. Uh, a fantastic time playing it too. So it really is, you know- Regardless of your your tabletop game experience, it's, yeah, uh, it really is just a it's it's a fun. This is a really fun game, and I really I love enjoy it. it. Um, I'm really oh. I'm really glad you introduced me to this because this is uh, it was great. I really I had a really great time with it. Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show and playing it with me. This was a delight. Uh, utterly, whenever, whenever I'm on the show, it's it's always um, always have fun. It's always a fantastic experience. I'm really uh, <laughs> Well, I always love having you on the show. So uh, real quick, why don't you wrap up or why don't you remind our listeners where they can find uh, you find uh, the, th- the stuff you're working on online? I have uh, I have a couple things. I have my my typical blog, which is nine lives cat behavior dot wordpress dot com. Uh, my email is nine lives cat behavior at gmail.com. Uh, my Facebook, which is my business page, is the www.facebook.com slash nine lives feline. I deal with a lot of things, uh, like I said, your typical behavior issues being, you know, litter box avoidance, uh, inappropriate scratching, um, you know, cats who just don't seem to want to use their. Um, use their scratching posts and just a lot of uh, general information. I have a lot of people who just want to know, um, you know, Hey, I'm doing this for my cat. How, how can I give my cat the best life? And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I, uh, I am uh, definitely, I'm open for clients right now. So um, I, I offer in-home consultations, Skype consultations, and just general advice. That's my, that's kind of my, uh, that's kind of my uh making my certification work for me i love it i love it it makes me very happy and i'm, I'm glad to hear that you know because you you know the, the the secret is i love cats love them a whole lot it's they're real easy to love i i get it well danny thank you so much for coming on the show this was a blast i loved recording every minute of this episode and now i'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show take a future me Thanks, Fast Me. And thanks again to Danny for coming on the show. That game was just a blast. Just an absolute an absolute blast that was way better than the podcast that fictional Jeff had to record. I promise you. I actually loved doing that, and I'm sure I know Danny did as well. So thank you, Danny, for coming on the show. I loved it. Be sure to check out Atlas Games Magical Kitty Save the Day on Kickstarter. It is already funded, funded stretch goals. Go back it, make it happen. 
Uh, and also be sure to follow Atlas Games on Twitter at Atlas Games. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. If you enjoy the show, leave us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout out, or a word of mouth recommendation to a friend. All of those things help us do bigger, better, and cooler things. Support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Party of One Podcast. And get early access to games, podcasts, and all other kinds of cool stuff at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And lastly, if you're looking for more podcasts to enjoy, check out All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Darren Catanosias and I take a listener-submitted prompt, and we spin it into an original fantasy character, populating a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, press coverage, or about coming onto the show, shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance, and as always, party on, everybody. 